This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinal. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Woo! 
toe. Don't go anywhere. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. You are tuned in with to WWE Zone Radio. Here on American Variety Network with your host Alex Cardinali. A lifelong WWE wrestling fan. Alex will be discussing anything. And everything pro wrestling. Want to cut a promo? Well, then call in live at 1-347-989-8142. Come on, Magus. That's 1-347-989-8142 to discuss anything and everything wrestling. Who is ready for some wrestling? Making his way to the ring right now is the Vigilante and the Icon Alex. Cardinal. The match is underway. Let's head to the ring. Live right now is WWE Zone Radio. Cesaro 
and Tyson Kidd versus New Day. We have the Ascension versus the New Age Outlaws. Yes, the New Age Outlaws wrestled in 2015. And we had a WWE Championship triple threat match between Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, and John Cena. And many WWE fans consider this to be match of the year as Brock Lesnar, Rollins, and Cena put on a show-stealing performance. People are going to remember Rumble 2015 for the WWE Championship match. And last but not least, there was the 2015 Royal Rumble match, which was pretty good. I enjoyed the Royal Rumble match in 2015, but there is some things that I was kind of disappointed in for the Royal Rumble match itself in 2015, and we'll talk about that when I review the actual Royal Rumble pay-per-view of 2015. Now, the results for the Royal Rumble 2015. The Usos defeated The Miz and Miz Dow. The Bella Twins defeated Paige and Natalia. Cesaro and Tyson Kidd defeated The New Day. The Ascension defeated The New Age Outlaws. Brock Lesnar defeated Seth Rollins and John Cena to retain his WWE Championship. And Roman Reigns won the 2015 Royal Rumble match. So, I actually subscribed to the WWE Network on January 5th, 2015. Because I was really looking forward to the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is one of my all-time favorite pay-per-views. Specifically because I really love the Royal Rumble match itself. Now, the 2015 Royal Rumble pay-per-view was pretty decent. There was great action, great tag team matches. I really loved the Cesaro and Tyson Kidd match with the New Day the best. Uh, I like the Bella Twins and I like Paige and Natalia. They were a great Divas action. I really don't care too much for the Usos, the Miz and Mizdow. They're great wrestlers, but I really didn't care for that tag team match. Now, the New Age Outlaws, I've never, ever been in of them, and I really do not like how this match was thrown together for the Royal Rumble. Uh, it seems like the WWE just put this match together at a moment's notice after the New Age Outlaws returned on a special Raw, which saw Sting's debut, it saw the New Age Outlaws, it saw the New World Order, and it also saw the APA. And, of course, the New Age Outlaws and the APA uh, buried the Ascension on that Monday Night Raw. And a lot of people feel, since that Raw before WrestleMania, the Ascension has never, ever been the same. And I agree with them. But at least the Ascension got the victory over the New Age Outlaws at the Royal Rumble. And sadly, that is the only good match and good feud that the Ascension would have. Um, I'd say the best match for the Royal Rumble 
of 2015 was Brock Lesnar versus Rollins and John Cena in the triple threat WWE Championship match. Now, this match was so good that it could have been the main event. And I think that if the Brock Lesnar WWE Championship triple threat match was the main event, the Royal Rumble would have had better ratings, and it would have been better. Now, I really think that the Brock Lesnar WWE Championship match was the best match for this year's Royal Rumble match. Now, let's get on to the actual Royal Rumble match. Now, this match was kind of cool in a way because some unexpected people returned to the WWE at this time. One such name was Bubba Ray Dudley, which is kind of shocking because at the time, January 2015, Bubba Ray had just finished a TNA contract, and here he is appearing at the Royal Rumble. Now, of course, he returned to the WWE in August, but it was quite the shock to see Bubba Ray at the Royal Rumble 2015. And it was kind of cool to see him partner up with R-Truth at the Royal Rumble. We also saw the Boogeyman return, and we saw Diamonds, Dallas Page, DDP return at the Royal Rumble 2015 as well. So that's one of the good things I like about the Royal Rumble is you never know who is going to be returning inside the Royal Rumble match. I was excited to see Bubba Ray Dudley. I was kind of excited for the Boogeyman, never understood his character, and I was somewhat excited for DDP, but I feel that DDP is somewhat overrated. Now, The Rock also made an appearance at the Royal Rumble. Now, this is kind of an odd booking, for a Royal Rumble match. I really did not understand the booking of this year's Royal Rumble match. I know that they wanted to have Roman Reigns win the 2015 Royal Rumble match. But he eliminates Kane and Big Show. And then the authority comes back into the ring and assaults Roman Reigns. Until The Rock makes an appearance. Now, to me, The Rock saved the Royal Rumble, in my honest opinion. Because if The Rock had not come out, people would have been shitting more on the Royal Rumble. People were already pissed that Reigns was going to win. But, showed up and it helped up a little bit, but people were still skeptical on Roman Reigns. Now, we're almost a year later, and the fans are now behind Roman Reigns, because he's now the WWE Champion. But we'll talk about that a little later on in the show. I think The Rock saved the Rumble match, but it was still a weird booking decision because of how they booked Rusev and Reigns. Most of us fans thought that Rusev was already eliminated, but he was not. And it ended up Reigns eliminating Rusev. So, this year's Royal Rumble match is probably, like, number 10 on the list of best Royal Rumbles. But, I I really appreciated the appearance by The Rock. So, overall, 
this year's Royal Rumble was pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and rate this year's Royal Rumble a B plus. Um, I thought it delivered some good spots. Definitely the WWE Championship Triple Threat main event was outstanding with the best match of the night with the Royal Rumble being a close second. So that's my review on Royal Rumble 2015. Now, I want to talk about Fastlane 2015, which is a brand new pay-per-view that debuted this year. It's called Fastlane because I guess it's on the road to WrestleMania. They replaced Elimination Chamber with Fastlane. Now, the matches for Fastlane 2015 included Seth Rollins, Kane, and Big Show versus Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and Ryback. Dean Ambrose versus Bad News Spirit for the Intercontinental title. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus the Usos for the tag team titles. Goldust versus Stardust. Rusev versus John Cena for the United States Championship. Nikki Bella versus Paige for the Divas Championship. A Sting and Triple H face-off. A Bray Wyatt promo. And Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan with the winner facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 for the WWE Championship. So the authority made Roman Reigns put up his earned WrestleMania meet event against Daniel Bryan. Now the results of Fastlane. Rusev defeated John Cena. Goldust defeated Stardust. The Uso, Nicola defeated Paige, and Roman Reigns defeated Daniel Bryan. Now, for the Sting and Triple H face-off, this was pretty interesting. I think that the Sting and Triple H face-off, for me personally, was the best thing for Fastlane. And I'm saying that because I am a fantastic and enthusiastic Sting fan. I'm saying that because it really uh, made me tune in. I only tuned in to see this and, of course, the Reigns and Bryan match, but I thought the Sting and Triple H face-off was better than any of the action for Fastlane. Now, going into Fastlane, I thought that the face-off was going to end with Triple H pedigreeing Sting and firing him or telling him not to step foot into a WWE ring again. However, I was completely wrong because Triple H calls out Sting and tells him he will let this go. He'll let bygones be bygones if Sting never shows his face in a WWE ring again. And if Sting does not do that, he will beat his legacy out of him and destroy whatever legacy he has left. Sting does not answer him and looks at him with disrespect 
and then it led to Triple H attacking him with a microphone, and Triple H goes to get a sledgehammer. And at that point, Sting pulls out his signature baseball bat and points it at Triple H. He backs Triple H into a corner and challenges him to a match at WrestleMania 31. When I heard that and saw that live in action on TV, I was really excited because I never thought that I was going to see Sting wrestle a match at WrestleMania 31. And then Sting went to leave, and of course, Triple H, like a coward, tried to attack from behind and got shot with the baseball bat right in the stomach and got hit with a scorpion death drop. Woo! I think that was perhaps the best promo by Sting in the WWE so far. One of my personal favorite promos of Sting in 2015. Now, Undertaker and Bray Wyatt was officially uh, kind of uh, announced at Fastlane when Bray Wyatt called out The Undertaker and came out with his entrance, so to speak. I knew then that we were going to have Undertaker and Wyatt at WrestleMania 31. Now, my thoughts of WWE Fastlane are that it makes the road to WrestleMania more predictable and actually more fun as well. Because after Fastlane, when Randy Orton returned and attacked Seth Rollins, I knew that it was going to be Orton and Rollins at WrestleMania. I knew it was going to be Rusev versus John Cena, because Cena can't lose. He has to have a rematch. And I sort of knew that it was going to be Reigns and Lesnar at WrestleMania 31. And I... Definitely after WrestleMania, uh, definitely after Fastlane, I knew that Sting and Triple H were going to face off. So I think that Fastlane was a good pay-per-view. It was one of those smaller pay-per-views, but it was good. It got to the point, and it got us excited for WrestleMania because I was ready for WrestleMania after watching Fastlane because as a fan, I was eager to see what next move Sting was going to make and Triple H was going to make, and I was eager to see if The Undertaker would actually show his face before WrestleMania 31. So Fastlane did a great job. So overall, I'm going to give Fastlane an A+. It was a great, smaller pay-per-view, and I certainly hope that Fastlane in 2016 will be as good as 2015, and maybe the WWE can't convince some part-timers like Sting, Undertaker, Kane, and Brock Lesnar to appear at Fastlane 2016 to sort of promote WrestleMania 32. Because we all know that Vince McMahon and the WWE want WrestleMania 32 to break records. Now, speaking of WrestleMania... Let's talk about this year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31. Let's go over the match card for this year's WrestleMania. For the first time in a long time, this year, WrestleMania had a ladder match, sort of similar to the Money in the Bank ladder matches that happened at WrestleMania in the past. But this year, it was an Intercontinental title ladder match. 
that was pretty good. Then, of course, we had Ray Wyatt taking on The Undertaker, Triple H taking on Sting. We had Rusev versus John Cena for the United States title. We had Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. We had the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. We had the WWE Tag Team Championship match, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus the Usos, Los Monadores, and the New Day's Big E and Kofi Kingston. And we had AJ Lee and Paige versus the Bella Twins. And our main event for WrestleMania 31, we had the WWE Championship Roman Reigns, the 2015 Royal Rumble winner, taking on Brock Lesnar. Now the results from WrestleMania 31. Daniel Bryan won the Intercontinental title ladder match. WWE Tag Team Champions Tyson Kidd and Cesaro defeat the Usos, Las Martores, and the New Day's Big E and Kofi Kingston. And if I'm not wrong, I'm not sure if I'm right, but I think that this Tag Team Championship match was on the pre-show of WrestleMania 31. AJ Lee and Paige defeated the Bellas. Triple H defeated Sting in a classic WrestleMania match filled with several WrestleMania moments, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes as I review WrestleMania. Orton defeated Seth Rollins. John Cena defeated Rusev. Undertaker defeated Bray Wyatt. And, believe it or not, Seth Rollins cashes in his money in the bank and walks out as WWE Champion as he defeats Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and the popular WWE part-timer, The Rock, returns as he cuts a promo with Triple H and the Authority in the ring. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were boasting how WrestleMania 31 had a sellout attendance and how Triple H owns Sting and beats Sting and how he owns all of the WWE. Then out comes The Rock, and he tells the authority they don't own anything and they don't own the WWE Universe and they don't own The Rock. And then he says he would beat Triple H's ass and says he would like to face him at WrestleMania any place, any time. I actually liked the little pun The Rock made towards Triple H about his Terminator outfit. I thought that was pretty funny. I actually really enjoyed that very much. Now, to a slap by Stephanie McMahon, and The Rock calls Ronda Rousey in the ring. UFC Women's Champion Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania 31 which leads to The Rock beating up Triple H and Ronda throwing Triple H out of the ring and throwing Stephanie McMahon out of the ring. A classic WrestleMania 31 moment with the People's Champion The Rock and Ronda Rousey. Awesome! thought that was great. Now, my thoughts for WrestleMania 31 was I thought it was going to be a lack of luster WrestleMania because on paper the build to WrestleMania 31 was terrible. But folks, this year's WrestleMania was awesome. I really enjoyed it. 
I think this was one of the better WrestleManias of the last five years. It really was good. I personally enjoyed it. My personal favorite WrestleMania matches this year were Triple H versus Sting, Undertaker and Wyatt, and the main event, Seth Rollins versus Lefner and Reigns. And I also loved the Orton and Seth Rollins match. The RKO that Randy Orton hit on Seth Rollins was picture perfect. If you have not seen that RKO, I really recommend going and check it out on YouTube or the WWE Network. It's worth a view. Now, what I really enjoyed from this year's WrestleMania is all the surprises that packed at this year's WrestleMania. Let's talk about the Triple H and Sting match really quick at WrestleMania 31. I never expected to see Shawn Michaels, the NWO, and D-Generation X in this match. I think this match was filled for all the older WWE fans. I think it was to provide some some sort of good memories for the old-term WWE fans. I actually enjoyed it. Now, the match starts off with Sting showing great agility and great athletic, athletic abilities in the ring, and then it proceeds to uh, good offense by the game in Triple H, and when Sting launches Triple H in the Scorpion Deathlock, DX runs out, but Sting fights him off, and when uh, DX tries to get involved again, the NWO runs out and evens the odds, and then Sting would lock in a Scorpion Deathlock again with Shawn Michaels running in and hitting Sweet Shin Music. But Sting kicked out after that. And uh, it was a great back-and-forth match leading to Triple H using a sledgehammer to win. Now, a lot of people were pissed off that Sting lost his WrestleMania debut and his first match at WWE. Some people feel that Triple H buried Sting. However, I don't feel that way because I think it was a good loss because Triple H had to have the NWO, a baseball bat, and he had to use a sledgehammer to beat, uh, what do you call that, Sting. He didn't beat he didn't beat Sting clean. He had to cheat to beat Sting. So he was making Sting look strong. In the process. Plus, Sting had his WrestleMania moment. The only thing Sting wanted in his career was a WrestleMania moment, and he got it. Sting has personally said himself that he wanted to put over Triple H because he knew it was best for business. He was just happy to have his WrestleMania moment. And I'm happy for Sting. And Sting put on a great show, and he proved he is much better in the WWE than he was in TNA. And I'm sure Sting will have another WrestleMania match at some point. I was great and happy. It was great, and I was happy to see Undertaker back at WrestleMania. He looked in better shape than he did at WrestleMania 30. He looks to be in great health, and I really uh, enjoyed that match. And the main event was great. So my overall thoughts on WrestleMania 31, 
could not have been any better. There was nothing wrong with WrestleMania 31. So, WrestleMania 31 is my first pay-per-view to get an A+. Alright, now, let's move on to the next pay-per-view. WWE Extreme Rules. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus The New Day for the tag team titles. Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper in a street fight. Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus in a Kiss My Ass match. John Cena versus Rusev for the United States Championship in a Russian chain match. Nikki Bella versus Naomi for the Divas title. Roman Reigns versus Big Show in a last man standing match. And Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton in a WWE Championship Steel Cage match. The results. Neville defeated Bad News Spirit. Dean Ambrose defeated Luke Harper. Dolph Ziggler defeated Sheamus. The New Day, Big E and Kofi Kingston defeated Tyson Kidd Cesaro. John Cena defeated Rusev. Nikki Bella defeated Naomi. Roman Reigns defeated Big Show. And Seth Rollins defeated Randy Orton by escaping the steel cage. Now, I actually did not get to see Extreme Rules live on the WWE Network because I forgot what was going on. But I actually had to watch it on the archive on the WWE Network. But I got to say, I really enjoyed WWE uh, uh, WWE Extreme Rules. Um, generally, I'm not a big fan of Extreme Rules. But this year, I liked it. I thought it was a good pay-per-view. My favorite match from WWE Extreme Rules 2015 was Seth Rollins and Randy Orton in a steel cage match. You know, I'm a big fan of steel cage matches. I like uh, wrestlers being locked in a cage. I like the action that steel cage matches bring. And the Seth Rollins and Randy Orton match did not disappoint at Elimination, or excuse me, at Extreme Rules. Roman Reigns and Big Show in a last man standing match was pretty good. But really, why was there a need for Big Show to face Roman Reigns for the 1,000th time, especially at a pay-per-view? John Cena defeated Rusev in what was the last match of the feud, thank God. I was happy for that at Extreme Rules. And then I was kind of upset at the Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus match. Dolph Ziggler beat Sheamus. But Sheamus, like the heel, did not kiss his ass. Instead, hit him right in the balls and uh, made Dolph Ziggler kiss Sheamus' ass, which was pretty odd. So my rating for WWE Extreme Rules 2015 is a B+. Good pay-per-view, but not the best. It deserves a solid B+. In my opinion, maybe I'm being too good for extreme rules. Oh, wait a minute. I'm wrong. There was another uh, Rusev and John Cena match. It happened at Payback, which I'm going to talk about right now. So for the first time in WWE Zone Radio, or possibly second or third time, 
I'm wrong. That's the beauty of live radio. You make mistakes. But anyways, here's WWE Payback 2015. Neville versus King Barrett. An I Quit match for the United States Championship. John Cena versus Rusev. Ryback versus Bray Wyatt. Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus. The Bellas versus Naomi and Tamina. A two out of three falls match. The New Day versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro for the tag team titles. And the WWE Championship Fatal 4-Way. Orton versus Rollins versus Reigns versus Ambrose. Payback results. Neville defeated Barrett by countout. John Cena defeated Rusev. Sheamus defeated Ziggler. But... Sheamus had to kiss Ziggler's ass as payback from Extreme Rules. Naomi Antonina defeated the Bellas. Bray Wyatt defeated Ryback. The New Day defeated Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. And Seth Rollins defeated Orton, Ambrose, and Reigns. The best match from Payback 2015, in my opinion was Seth Rollins defending his title against Orton, Ambrose, and Reigns. So, I think Payback was sort of a disappointment this year. This will be the first pay-per-view that I give a C-. Really did not enjoy Payback that much. Although, it was great seeing Sheamus kiss Dolph Ziggler's ass. It was also great to see The Shield reunite for one little spot as they triple power bombed. Randy Orton through the announce table. If you have not seen that, I certainly recommend going and check that out because it is awesome. All right? Now let's talk about Elimination Chamber 2015. John Cena versus a newly debuted Kevin Owens. Intercontinental title Elimination Chamber. For the first time ever, the Elimination Chamber 2015 featured a tag team title Elimination Chamber and the first tag team Elimination Chamber, a Divas Championship triple threat match, which was pretty cool. It was Nikki Bella versus Paige versus Naomi, and the main event was the WWE Championship match, Seth Rollins is Dean Ambrose. Now, surprisingly, Kevin Owens defeated John Cena. Ryback won the Intercontinental title inside the Elimination Chamber. The New Day won the Tag Team Championships inside the Elimination Chamber. Nikki Bella defeated Paige and Naomi. Neville defeated Bo Dallas. And Dean Ambrose defeated Seth Rollins by disqualification. Now, I thought that Elimination Chamber was a good pay-per-view. I enjoyed both of the Elimination Chamber matches. I enjoyed Kevin Owens and John Cena. And I think that Kevin Owens and John Cena was the best match of Elimination Chamber 2015. I personally think that it was awesome. And uh, I think it was possibly one of the best matches of 2015. And I also enjoyed Dean Ambrose and Rollins' match. Now, for all the Dean Ambrose fans out there, it was great seeing Dean Ambrose leave with the title 
even though officially he was not the WWE champion since he won by disqualification and titles cannot change hands on DQs. So my rating for Elimination Chamber would be an A minus. Now let me review WWE Battleground 2015. It was John Cena versus Kevin Owens. It was Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. It was Randy Orton versus Sheamus. It was Brie Bella versus Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. It was New Day versus Primetime Players for the tag team titles. And the WWE Championship match was Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. And Brock Lesnar's first match since... WrestleMania 31. Now, we all know Brock Lesnar lost his WWE title at WrestleMania 31. He was supposed to have a rematch, the Raw after WrestleMania, but Rollins cowered out. So, officially, this was Brock Lesnar's one and only rematch in 2015. Results. John Cena defeated Kevin Owens. The primetime players defeated the New Day. Bray Wyatt defeated Roman Reigns. Randy Orton defeated Sheamus. Charlotte defeated Brie Bella and Sasha Banks. And Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins ended in no contest as The Undertaker, yes, The Undertaker, returned and laid out Brock Lesnar. Now, the Undertaker chokeslam Brock Lesnar, low-blowed him, and hit two tombstones on him. He was pissed that a year earlier, Lesnar ended his undefeated streak. So, Undertaker ends his dreams of becoming the WWE Champion again. And this led to Undertaker and Lesnar at SummerSlam. Now, I didn't see... Um, Battleground Live, I actually did not watch Battleground, so I can't really offer you my thoughts on it, but I only watched The Undertaker Return, and I gotta say, Undertaker looks great at Battleground, so I'm gonna give Battleground an A+, just because The Undertaker Returned. Now, let's talk about SummerSlam 2015. There was a lot of rumors going around for SummerSlam because it was being hosted in New York. It was at um, one of the bigger uh, New York stadiums. And the WWE was looking to bring in some big names. Sting was rumored to be at SummerSlam. Undertaker was rumored to be at SummerSlam, which we all know he was. And there was at a point there was a point that it was going to be Sting and Roman Reigns against the Wyatt family. Sting was going to team with Reigns, but for some reason, Sting never returned at SummerSlam. And I guess the WWE held him off for the next pay per view, which was a good idea, in my opinion. But I think SummerSlam is good this year. We had Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. We had Neville and Stephen Armell versus King Barrett and Stardust. We had Reigns and Ambrose versus Wyatt and Luke Harper. We had an Intercontinental title triple threat match between The Miz, Big Show, and Ryback. We had Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev.
Rusev. We had Randy Orton versus Sheamus. We had the New Day versus Los Monitores versus the Lucha Dragons versus the Primetime Players for the tag titles. WB versus Team Bella versus Team Bad. We had United States title and WWE Championship winner takes all match. Seth Rollins versus John Cena. And in the main event, we had Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, the second match since WrestleMania 30. Results, Kevin Owens defeated Cesaro, Stephen Armel and Neville defeat Barrett and Stardust, New Day win tag team titles, Ziggler and Rusev, and in a double countout, Team PCB wins their match, Sheamus defeated Randy Orton, Rollins defeated John Cena, with the help of John Stewart, and The Undertaker defeated Brock Lesnar. Now, I watched SummerSlam, and I think this year's SummerSlam was definitely hell better than the last two years' SummerSlam. I enjoyed seeing Stephen Armell wrestle inside a WWE ring. Stephen Armell is a hardcore WWE fan, and he proved it by getting in the ring and wrestling. I enjoyed seeing John Stewart turn heel and hit John Cena with a chair, and it was great seeing Seth Rollins become the first wrestler to hold both the United States Championship and the WWE Championship at the same time. It was great how Seth Rollins was getting a huge push, because Seth Rollins is a great wrestler, and it was great giving Undertaker a victory over Brock Lesnar, even though Undertaker's victory came with controversy, because people say that Undertaker tapped out at SummerSlam, as an angle does show Undertaker tapping. However, the referee did not see it, and if the referee does not see it, it does not happen. Undertaker was low-blow, Lesnar, and Lesnar would pass out, giving Undertaker the win. Great booking, WWE. Great booking. Great way to end SummerSlam. So, my thought, SummerSlam was fucking awesome. I say fucking because it was great. So, I would give SummerSlam an A+. I hope next year's SummerSlam is going to be great, because I'm actually thinking about going to SummerSlam. This will be my very first pay-per-view that I will attend in person. SummerSlam is going to be in New York again, and I love going to New York because I love to visit Times Square, and I definitely want to visit the World Trade Center Museum, and I definitely, the 9-11 Museum, and I definitely want to see SummerSlam. So hopefully next year, I'll be able to attend SummerSlam, and hopefully SummerSlam 2016 will feature Sting. Alright, so moving on now to WWE Night of Champions. The one night, the one pay-per-view where all titles are on the line. The Intercontinental Championship was on the line when Owens took on Ryback. The Divas Championship, Charlotte versus Nikki Bella. The Wyatt Family versus Dean Ambrose, Reigns, and the returning Chris Jericho. Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev. 
the Dudley Boys versus the New Day for the tag team titles. And as I said earlier in the show, the Dudley Boys will return in August of this year. The night after SummerSlam, and the Raw after SummerSlam was great. We saw the debut of Braun Strowman, the return of the Dudley Boys, and the return of the Vigilante Sting. And at Night of Champions, we also had John Cena versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. And in the main event, we had Sting versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Now, the results of Night of Champions. Kevin Owens defeated Ryback to become the new Intercontinental Champion. Charlotte defeated Nikki Bella. The Wyatts defeated Reigns, Ambrose, and Chris Jericho. Dolph Ziggler defeated Rusev. The Dudley Boys defeated New Day via disqualification. John Cena defeats Rollins to become the new United States Champion. And Seth Rollins defeated Sting to retain his WWE Championship. Sheamus would come out to try and cash in his Money to Bank contract, but Kane would return, chokeslam Rollins, chokeslam Sheamus, and Tombstone Sheamus. Now, the best match for Night of Champions for me has to be Rollins and Sting. Sting looked to be in great shape. I mean, he was doing some great Stinger splashes, the Scorpion Deathlock, but he got injured. Now, I think Sting should have avoided the move on the table and the turnbuckle move that Seth Rollins does, the turnbuckle bomb that Seth Rollins does. Remember, folks, Sting is 56 years old, and he got injured, but it was great that Sting put over Seth Rollins. Now, I kind of figured that Sting was not going to win the title because he's 56 years old. He should have won, but he wasn't going to win it because he's, he's old. But it was great to him put over Rollins. A victory over a legend like Sting only, only creates top stars. And Sting is to be a Hall of Famer because of this great performance that he had at Night of Champions of Samantha and his stellar career. My thoughts on Night of Champions at A minus. It was a great pay per view, especially for such a small pay per view. Alright. Next we have WWE Hell in a Cell. We have John Cena's Epic Challenge to which Alberto Del Rio Returns, and this is for the United States Championship. Then we have Nikki Bella versus Charlotte for the Divas Championship. We have the Dudleys versus the New Day for the tag team titles. We have Seth Rollins versus Kane for the WWE Championship. We've got a Hell in a Cell match between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. A Hell in a Cell match, the main event, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar in the final match of these two men's career. In this way, it'll settle the feud and end the feud. The results for Hell in a Cell 2015. Del Rio defeated John Cena to become the new United States champion. Charlotte defeated Nikki Bella. The New Day defeated the Dudley Boys. Kevin Owens defeated Ryback. Roman Reigns defeated Bray Wyatt in an awesome Hell in a Cell match. 
Raw wants to see the game. And Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker in a classic Hell in a Cell match. And after the match, the Wyatts would attack Undertaker to set up a match with Taker at Survivor Series. Now, Hell in a Cell 2015 was a great pay-per-view. The worst match of the night was Rollins and Kane. Kane showed no interest in this match. He was botching move after move, and Rollins was doing okay. That was the worst performance I've seen Seth Rollins do. But Kane rolled me in so I can understand Kane having a bad match. The two best matches of the night were Roman Reigns and Brett inside the Hell in a Cell, Esner and Taker inside the Hell in a Cell. It was awesome seeing brothers rip apart the ring and expose the wood. So for that reason, I'm going to give Hell in a Cell a B plus. And it was great to see Undertaker appear at Survivor Series. Now speaking of Survivor Series, let's go ahead and recap WWE Survivor Series 2015. Now this year's Survivor Series celebrates the Undertaker's 25-year career. Undertaker debuted 25 years ago at Survivor Series. So, obviously, this Survivor Series was built around Undertaker's 25-year historic career. So, the match card for this year's Survivor Series was Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze, Charlotte versus Paige for the Divas title, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens in a WWE title semifinals. Del Rio versus Roman Reigns in a WWE, semif- WWE title semifinals. Ryback, the Usos, and the Lucha Dragons versus the New Day, Sheamus, and King Garrett in a traditional Survivor Series tag team match. Undertaker and Kane, the Brothers of, Disco- Brothers of Destruction, take on the Wyatt family in the main event. Reigns versus Ambrose for the WWE Championship. Now, it was, a, it was a shame to see Seth Rollins get injured for Survivor Series because he was defend his title against Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, but we had to have a semifinal at Survivor Series. So, Tyler Breeze defa- defeated Dolph Ziggler at Survivor Series. Charlotte defeated Paige at Survivor Series. Dean Ambrose defeated Kevin Owens. Reigns defeated Del Rio. Ryback, the Usos, and the Lucha Dragons defeated the New Day, Sheamus, and King Barrett. Undertaker and Kane defeated the Wyatts. Reigns defeat Ambrose, and Reigns momentarily became the new WWE champion. However, Triple H would come out to try and shake Triple H or try to shake Roman Reigns' hand. However, Reigns would Superman punch Triple H. Sheamus would come out and cash in the Mina Bank and become the new WWE champion. And Sheamus walked out of Survivor Series as the new WWE champion. So my thoughts was that this year's Survivor Series was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing the Brothers of Destruction wrestle another match. I enjoyed the main event. It was great seeing Roman Reigns as the champ. However, I was fucking pissed off when Sheamus cashed in. 
and won the champion because Sheamus is a terrible, terrible, terrible wrestler. No my skills. He sucked. And he does not belong being a main event superstar. He does not belong being a WWE champion, in my personal opinion. So for that reason alone, I'm going to give this year's Survivor Series a B-. minus. Alright, the last pay-per-view of 2015, which was an awesome one, is WWE TLC 2015. And that features Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship, the New Day versus the Lucha Dragons and the Usos in a triple threat tag team match, ladder match for the tag titles, Del Rio versus Swagger in a chairs match, the Wyatts versus the Dudley Boys, Rhino and Tommy Dreamer in an eight-man elimination tables match. It was great seeing Team ECW again. Charlotte versus Paige, Rusev versus Ryback, and a WWE Championship TLC match, Sheamus versus Reigns. The New Day won the Tag Team Championship ladder match, but that match had some great spots, and that possibly was the match of the night. Del Rio won, Bray Wyatt won, Bray Wyatt and his family, the Wyatts defeat Team ECW, Charlotte retained her Divas Championship, Rusev defeated Ryback, Sheamus won, but with the help of the League of Nations, which I hate, by the way, but Sheamus retained his WWE Championship. Now, it was a very, very stupid victory, and I hated Sheamus winning, but the end of TLC was awesome! I loved the end of TLC. Roman Reigns snapped. He attacked all of the League of Nations with a steel chair. And he attacked Triple H with a Superman punch. Followed by attack with a steel chair. Followed by a powerbomb through a table. Followed by an elbow through the table. And finally, a devastating spear to Triple H. And Roman Reigns took out Triple H. And the fans got behind Roman Reigns for his attack on Triple H. And the fans are now loving Roman Reigns. And next night on Raw, Roman Reigns becomes WWE Champion after Superman punching Mr. McMahon. So it's great to see that WWE finally give Roman Reigns the title. So, the best part of TLC for me was the tag team ladder match, the move where Kalisto hit on Jimmy Uso, and also seeing Roman Reigns decimate Triple H. If you have not seen that yet, I definitely recommend you check that out. Alright, because it was awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and give TLC an A+. Alright, so those are all the pay-per-views of WWE 2015. Wow, I've been talking for a complete hour now. So I'm going to go ahead and give my voice a short break. So we're going to take a quick intermission in just a moment here. We're going to hear three songs followed by our infomercials. But before I do that, coming up next here on WWE Zone Radio, 
I'm going to talk about the best matches of 2015, the best feuds of 2015, the best returns of 2015, and more. There's going to be some more WWE chat here live on the last WWE Zone Radio of 2015. Woo! So, WWE fans, don't go anywhere. All right, remember, you can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to discuss your favorite WWE pay-per-view or WWE match of 2015. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick music and commercial break. And I, WWE fan Alice Cardinelli, will be back after this intermercial. So, we're going to hear Kryptonite Three Doors Down, Hinder, Lift of an Angel, and one of the best wrestling songs, in my opinion, Shawn Michaels' theme music during this intermercial. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere.
tonight's episode of the American Variety Network. Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net That's American Variety Network at comcast.net You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at comcast.net Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. 
The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. And follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like, and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One, and hit follow. It's time to vote for the Best of American Variety Network in 2015. Here's how you can vote. Email your nominees to American Variety Network at Comcast.net or comment on the YouTube video on Alex's Adventures YouTube channel. Voting begins December 15th and ends December 27th. Winners announced December 28th, 2015. So, here's the categories that you, my listeners, will be voting for. The first one is Best Quote of the Year. Here are your nominees for Best Quote of the Year. Woo! We have a caller. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You, my listeners, those are your nominees for Best Quote of the Year. The next category is Best Series of the Year. The nominees for the Best Series of the Year are The In Your Face Talk Show, American Tragedy Hour, WWE Zone Radio, Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, Primetime Baking, and Aquarium Talk, the podcast. Best Guest of the Year. Your nominees for Best Guest of 2015 are Rapper Ryan Serene Tor Doris Breeder and my personal friend Lynn Matney The King of DIY Walru Joey Seth Vidrine Jonathan Trzynski who appeared on our 250th episode and KRFC Sales Manager Judd McCracken and the main event for which you, the listeners, will decide what the best episode of Six Flags New England live on location broadcast. Oscar Secret Secret Antonio Martino
Block Talk Radio and listeners of the American Variety Network. Are you ready for another celebration? What are we going to celebrate this time? Well, we are going to celebrate three years of being on the air. That's right, Alice Cardinelli has been on Blog Talk Radio for three years. Join the American Variety Network on Sunday, January 3rd, 2016 at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific for a special three-year anniversary celebration. There will be surprise guests returning for the very first time ever to the American Variety Network. There will be guests from the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, Ace Network, and Aquatic Wetline returning to the American Variety Network. Plus, there will be awesome audio clips and some other great celebrations happening on our three-year anniversary. So join Alice Cardinelli as he celebrates three awesome years as a podcaster on Sunday, January 3rd, 2016 at 9 p.m. Eastern. Logtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. We'll see you on Sunday the 3rd of January on our first show of 2016. Fans of the American Variety Network, mark your calendar. Starting Tuesday, January 5th, 2016, the American Variety Network will have a new airtime. We will begin airing at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, and 4 p.m. Pacific starting January 5th, 2016. Our first show in the new time slot will be Saltwater Tropical Fish Chat Live on Aquarium Talk the podcast and Akna Alex will be discussing the Yellow Tang, a popular saltwater tropical fish. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. You are tuned in live to WWE Zone Radio. Here on American Variety Network with your host Alex Cardinali, a lifelong WWE wrestling fan. Alex will be discussing anything and everything pro wrestling. Want to cut a promo? Well, then call in live at 1-347-989-8142. Come on, Magus. That's 1-347-989-8142 to discuss anything and everything wrestling. Who is ready for some wrestling? Making his way to the ring right now is the Vigilante and the Icon Alex. Cardinale. The match is underway. Let's head to the ring. Live right now is WWE Zone Radio. Thank you. 
gentlemen, welcome back to WWE Zone Radio, live, right here on American Variety Network. Tonight, we are talking about WWE in 2015. We are reviewing the year of 2015 for WWE, where we saw... Lesnar as WWE Champion, Sting wrestled Triple H and Seth Rollins, Woo! and we also saw some classic Lesnar and Undertaker matches. Now, before our intermission and our commercial break, we talked about the pay-per-views of 2015, and I reviewed and ranked them as uh, what I thought of them. I told you my thoughts on each pay-per-views. Now, I'm getting ready to talk about the best pay-per-views of 2015 and what I think is the best pay-per-views of 2015. I'll talk about the best matches of 2015, the best feuds of 2015, and much more. Now, I want to remind me of my live listeners out there that you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two to discuss your favorite pay per view of twenty fifteen or your favorite match of twenty fifteen or your favorite return of twenty fifteen. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two. So Let's dive down back into the show and get back on topic here on WWE Zone Radio. So now I'm going to rank the best pay-per-views of 2015. So the first is going to be the best, the second is going to be the second best, the third is going to be the third best, and whatever finishes seventh is going to be... Or excuse me, we'll talk about the seven pay-per-views that are my favorite, actually. Sorry about that. So all seven pay-per-views, but the first three are ones that I think are the top three pay-per-views of 2015. So the first is WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania 31, in my opinion, was the best pay-per-view of 2015 because of the great match between Triple H and Sting, because of the great main event was with uh, Brock Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns, because of almost Triple H and Rock on the Rousey, and some of the other great matches. Nothing can top WrestleMania 31, in my personal opinion. The second best pay-per-view of 2015 would be the Royal Rumble. The third best pay-per-view of 2015 for me would be WWE SummerSlam. The fourth best pay-per-view of 2015 for me would be Night of Champions. It was great seeing Sting involved in a main event in the WWE. Woo! Fisk got hell in the cell. I enjoyed the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, Hell in a Cell match, 6th be Survivor Series, and 7th is TLC. Alright, now we're going to talk about the best matches 
of 2015. The first best match of 2015 is what we'll talk about a lot on tonight's show. Sting versus Triple H, definitely one of the high-profile matches of 2015. It really is a good match. Rollins versus Orton at WrestleMania, the best match as well, really good. John Cena versus Cesaro on the Monday Night Raw in the United States Open Challenge. Well, an awesome match. The Royal Rumble match 2015 was pretty good. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship was a show stealer and an awesome main event to end WrestleMania 31. Sting versus Rollins for the WWE title was awesome. Was perhaps the best Divas match I've ever seen in a long time, in the least 10 years. It's the best match in at least 10 years. Undertaker versus Lesnar at Hell in a Cell was awesome. And Reigns versus Bucket at Hell in a Cell was awesome as well. So if I had to pick which one is the best, I'd have a hard time picking one because honestly, all of these matches were phenomenal, phenomenal, I should say. Uh, but I will say that of all the matches, I would rank Sting and Triple H as the best match of 2015, in my personal opinion. So now let's talk about the best feud of 2015, or shall I say the best rivalries of 2015. I'll say Sting and Triple H had an awesome feud. It was WCW icon going up against WWE icon, and Sting was trying to throw the authority out of power and get into the head with them, and he did a great job of that. Sting and Seth Rollins was not the best feud, but was a pretty decent feud, so I'll say that Sting and Triple H is the best feud of 2015 over Sting and Rollins. Undertaker and Lesnar had an awesome feud in 2015. Um, it started at Battleground, which continued all the way through Hell in the Cell, and they had some classic matches as well. Randy Orton and Seth Rollins had a great which many people saw Orton was from the authority, but it turned out to be a hoax where Randy Orton would beat the crap out of Seth Rollins and deliver a stunning RKO to Rollins at WrestleMania 31, followed by a nice championship match at Extreme Rules. John Cena and Rusev had a very nice feud as well. And let's not forget about Undertaker and the Wyatt's next rivalry. It started at WrestleMania 31. It got sharper at Hell in a Cell as the uh, the Wyatt family attacked Undertaker at the brutal Hell in a Cell match at uh, Hell in a Cell. And then it the feud intensified at um, Survivor Series where it was the Brothers of Destructions versus the Wyatts because the Wyatt family had kidnapped Undertaker and Demon Kane. And uh, I thought that was pretty good. But I don't have one particular feud that I would call the best of 2015 because most of the feuds in 2015 were really
Now, I want to talk to you about best returns of 2015. The first return that I consider to be one of the best is the Dudley Boys. Not too many people expected to see the Dudley Boys back in WWE ring, but it was quite a shock to see them WWE ring again. So I consider that to be one of the best. Also, Chris Jericho returned for one night. Uh, it was pretty good to see him in the ring. Alberto Del Rio returned was interesting. The Rock WrestleMania returned was awesome. It's always nice to see The Rock at WrestleMania. And Sting returning after a great WrestleMania 31 match was great as well. Alright, so that's going to do it for us tonight here on WWE Zone Radio. You know, I have a blast hosting all of these WWE Zone Radio shows. They are fun to host. And I'm glad I created the WWE Zone Radio here in 2015. This was a great last WWE Zone Radio in 2015. I cannot wait to see what WWE Zone Radio show that we will be doing in 2016. Now, my next WWE Zone Radio show is going to be on January 15th, 2016 at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. As I talk to you about my favorite wrestlers of all time, I'm going to talk to you about my top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time on January 15th, 2016 at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then on Wednesday, January 20th, 2016, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to have our very first 2016 pay-per-view preview as I preview the Royal Rumble 2016. So that is going to be awesome. And I can't wait to do the first two WWE Zone Radio shows of 2016. All right? So, that is going to do it for us tonight here on WWE Zone Radio. I appreciate all wrestling fans and the WWE fans that tuned into our show. Hope you guys have a great New Year's Eve and a great New Year. Don't get too drunk or don't party too much that you can't drive home. Because I want you guys to be very safe and have a great New Year. We'll see you on the next WWE Zone Radio here on American Friday Network on the 15th of January. As I tell you about my top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time. WWE fan, Alice Cardinelli, telling you thank you so much for tuning into this great show. Good night, everyone, and make sure to subscribe to my show here at Blog Talk Radio, American Variety Network, and subscribe to me on iTunes. I think you guys will appreciate my show. All right, guys, WWE Zone Radio is officially off the air. Good night, everyone. Ah!
Oh, folks. 